Blessed are you, O Lord our God, for you have created joy and gladness, pleasure and delight, love, peace and fellowship. Pour out the abundance of your blessing on my husband and I in our new life together. Let our love for each other be a seal on our hearts and a crown on our heads. Bless us in our work and in our companionship, awake and asleep, in joy and in sorrow, in life and in death. Finally, in your mercy, bring us to that banquet where your saints feast forever in your heavenly home. We ask this through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The words of this prayer and similar prayers are recited by many young women on their wedding day, spoken as they robe themselves into their wedding dress and step out of their home to be bound in love to their spouse forever. My name is Lungiswa Ngwaziyemiya Yamusweu. And throughout the season, I met with and spoke to everyday women like me to find out their story of how they got their dress and how the traditions they grew up in informed their wedding day decisions. This is Rice and Roses. Being a bride was one of the most exciting educational, and meaningful experiences of my life. In the process, I learned more about my family, my friends, my spouse, and more importantly, I learned a little more about myself. And in this, I was not alone. This season, I met with young married women who had similar experiences and learnings along the way to becoming their lover's missus. I was, I mean, there were certain things I was very stubborn about, but like decisions that traditionally I think women get fixated on, I was not, it wasn't important to me at that time. Well, it still isn't, but it wasn't important. And so. Uh... If there's one thing that my grandmother influenced me as, as a young girl and as a woman that's growing up is that if it's, if, if it's not pure and if it does not come from a good place, then it's not love. Let it go. It's not love. Yeah, leave it. Yeah. And I think I was just going through a separation anxiety. Good, okay, fine. Now I have my family here with me. And then those people, they're going to leave me here. What's going to happen after? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think I was just going through a lot of things, Jay. Like, emotions just flooded me. Because they believe that uh, as a married woman, you're not supposed to show off your skin. Okay. Yeah. So I cover everything. The only thing I like is Malala. They this part, but Malala and stuff. Those are one of the things. It was very hard for me to adjust. But when I got stoned, we don't do this. Why are you guys doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'll go like more Western kids. Yeah. So every time when I go that side, I'm supposed to wear those clothes. Until such a time, we will spend a little time going through some of my favorite takeouts from the season as well as hear from our five listeners. And I will be answering listener questions all in this final episode of Rice and Roses. I feel like a <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> the audio in the background is that from my pizza and sweets date with some of the show's listeners at the Pi Slovakia dance studios. I gathered them together to have a group discussion on the topics of weddings, love, culture, and marriage. In the room with me were Lebu, Axel, Tidi, Tsepang, and Zugiswa. Some of the prettiest single ladies I have seen. Gents, gents, you're sleeping. Come on. Are any of you interested in getting married? Yes. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe not next year, but like, do you guys have an interest in getting married? Yes. Yeah, an interest, I mean, yeah. Lebu? No. Axel's <laughs> <laughs> not pro-marriage, not really. so... <laughs> okay, Lebu, like, I'd like to know why not. I don't know. I've just never really gotten the con. Oh, I got. I get the concept of marriage. It's just that I don't think it's for me. Like, even growing up, I've never had a picture of myself getting married. It's just not a thing I would have liked. Like, it's not a thing that I've just got now. Like, it's a thing from, like, when I was, like, 11, 12, going forth. And I don't think it's going to change. Like, it's... I'm just not a married person. So if you were to meet a guy, like, say, next month, and this guy says, hey, I'm really serious. I want to settle down with you, nobody else. And I'd like to start a life with you. The answer would be no, Lou. (laughs) I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't. So you'd rather, like, stay alone? Or you'd rather just stay dating? I'd rather stay alone, because even dating, I don't... Well, it's tough. But <laughs> I'd rather stay alone. Like, I'm just such a loner. Like, I, I don't. I can't even relationship. Like, it's, it's not. It's, it's just not me. Level sentiment on staying single is shared by many women today. In this, she is not alone. Get it? She is not alone. <laughs> These are some of the top reasons cited by longtime single women. The moment you get into a relationship, they become boring. Relationships get in the way of career goals. It takes too much effort and too much time to be in a relationship. The brothers who share lot don't meet my standard. I just want my personal space. People in relationships share money and I ain't sharing nothing. I want to go wherever, whenever, without checking in with somebody first. After I build my empire, then maybe. Tidi, Tabang. You guys want to get married someday? Tabang, why not change your mind? Because I know before. Yeah, well. You weren't really into <laughs> getting married and all that stuff. Yeah, um, I do have an interest. It's not that I want to get married or if maybe it's going to be a loss. No. But like, if I were to get someone and I'm going to, let's do this, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'd have to be convinced by the person. And yeah, I'd go for it. I'm not against the idea. I mean, Love is beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. Okay, TD. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to get married? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think one. I was born out of wedlock, mm-hmm. and um, I saw how that sort of affected me growing up. Mm-hmm. And I used to bewail um, kids that were born in marriage that had a, that had a father and. A mother that we married mm-hmm. um so i'd like to have children lots of them but have them in wedlock and in order for me to do that obviously have to get married and secondly 
Um, I think I'm just, I'm generally just a lover of the whole idea of love and, you know, union and companion and um, companionship and um, marriage. So if I was to have um, that guy that just, you know, sweeps me off my feet, I'd want to do things right. I wouldn't want to fatten set. So I'd want to do things right um, in the container of marriage. I think also personally the values that I have mm-hmm. um, as a Christian, I think, yeah. Okay, Zugi? Well, I grew up, um, my parents have been married for a very long time. Um, and that, that setting was so comfortable for me as a child. It was secure. It was protected. It was like a consistent thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I we in a generation where so many people... Um, grew up without fathers and stuff and I was always that child that had both their parents whenever I went for public speaking my both my parents were there when I had a rugby match both my parents were there and that's beautiful and I want that for myself Mm. I never want to give my kids anything less than I have so Mm. I definitely want to get married Um, I love love you know and I feel like at some point I'm going to outgrow being with my parents and stuff and want to start doing things with my better half okay not a better half but yeah my Spouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so definitely, I, I I want to get married. I'm pro marriage. I know it's not all roses and unicorns, but I'm I'm up for that. I'm a very girly girl, so I want that beautiful wedding for myself. Because it's like if you're gonna do it once in your life, it it has to be beautiful. It has to be memorable. So yes, it does. I do want to see myself in that dress, that. Beautiful venue, you know, yeah, family, everything. I, I Yeah, it does have an influence, actually. Fantasies of the wedding day play their part in getting the hopeful couples across the line. It is not only in wearing the dream dress and the perfect ring for the prospective brides, but also in being able to flaunt them for all to see and admire. The wedding ring, who is responsible for picking the bride's wedding ring? Like, when is it? done because i don't know brides just always look surprised in when they're getting married and now it's time to put on the ring they just look surprised they just have this face so i was wondering Jorge, when exactly do they get the ring and do they have anything to do with the picking of the ring there is no one way on how this is done some ladies are quite specific about the ring they want while others do not want to get involved in that part of the process seeking to be overwhelmed with their fiancé's romantic gesture. But for many women, it kind of happens like it did for Masejo. Because I remember when he went to buy ring, I kept showing him, oh, man, what's that? It's like a ring, a gold or a silver, but a ring, a brunette. So I had a picture of him. Then he stole it. I was in the last time. Girl, I was in the last and that time I've already changed my mind. I said, like that one. Then we went together. Mm. You know what he did? <laughs> he paid for it and then he gave it to me like that. I'm like, how? How's that? As the days drew nearer, to our pizza date, my guests' intrigue and excitement grew. Honestly speaking, I think I was more intrigued to sit down with them though. I really wanted to know how they found the season and what learnings they picked up along the way. 
Here is Axel, my little sister's response. It shows, I think it taught us that there's more to like marriage than just the wedding day. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that kind of go on behind, on like back scenes and what people don't see. So because people come to the wedding day and then they see you dressed up nice, mm-hmm. but they don't know like the lady that was having um, conflict with the mother-in-law. Mm. People don't get to know that. They don't know that. They just yeah. see you, you know, makeup, beautiful dress. So it taught us a lot that um, there's quite a lot of things that um, females go through into the wedding day mm-hmm. and even after marriage even after the wedding day in marriage in general so it was just kind of like an eye opener to yeah. see uh, how marriage is for young ladies you know so it was interesting but I the lady Monaco High is referring to is Nyaki Shabangu we sat down with her in episode 5 where she spoke in detail about the strained relationship she had with her now mother-in-law in the build up to her wedding day marriage and the negotiation things in the early part of our marriage as well she kind of distanced herself because I think um, you know as much as she we felt like she rejected us I definitely think that she felt that we rejected her Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was that uh, I guess you know there's that dynamic as well I followed that up by asking her why their relationship had fallen apart and why her mother-in-law did not attend their wedding um Mothers and their sons, right? Um, I think so. Like looking back, obviously, I know it. Like it sounds really, really horrible, and people get like very jarred about the fact that you know she missed her only child's wedding. And I know, like to this day, it's probably something that she regrets deeply. Um, but I think it was just a very difficult time um, in her life at that moment. I think like when you're raising a child and you're the only parent, um, like I think releasing him was really difficult because mm-hmm. she has really bad experiences with relationships and with marriage. And so she didn't want him to get married. Um, I think she was happy with us like to move in together and you know start a life together without like making the permanency um, you know the permanent commitment of marriage mm-hmm. in that she'd done it before and she done I me mean, she done it twice before um, and so you know it was one of those things that she was just like it's not necessary I don't think you guys should do it and obviously he um, you know took the complete stance to say, actually this is the decision that i've made and if you can't come on board with it then you know it's an unfortunate decision but like i can't it's, it's an unwavering decision and so that was the reason why um she and a lot of uh, you know a bigger part not a bigger part but a few other people of his family didn't come like in solidarity and support with her which is totally fine and i totally understand it In all, I have learned that we can only hope for things to go well. But more often than not, the reality is that some things tend to go against the script. And when that happens, as in our season's first guest case, rewrite the script. The dates were set, that's what we're sticking to. She was just like, you know, as long as, as long as Jesus is not back yet to fetch his people, mm-hmm. you are getting married on the 1st of May. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. Because the day he comes, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be. But, oh, we are not going to move your wedding dates, baby girl, because of COVID 19. That is not going to happen. One topic 
which seemed to be bubbling away for a week before our listener discussion was around the bride price, Lobola. This is one of the practices which, from my view, is misunderstood. Generally speaking, I think there is not enough information about our customs and practices as Africans for new generations to learn about and appreciate. Here is Tsepang in the listener discussions, sharing her thoughts like, on the bride price. I, I always ask her these questions, poor woman. I'm like, is it a must though? Like, you guys can just give us the money. We'll see what we do, you know? And she was like, nah, I wouldn't mind from my side, Hore. The parents come together and, yeah, we talk it out, Hore. Our children want to get married. So how about from both sides of the family, we, we cough out some money and then Rebafe a start, like just a kickstart, Hore. Maybe we get a car or a house with that money, you know, something. But, yeah. Um, what makes up Lobola? Depending on who you ask. People give differing answers as to the purpose of Lobola. The story that convinces me is one of a prospective husband or head of his family giving a gift of appreciation and acknowledgement to his prospective wife's family as a gesture of respect and honor for raising their bride. Here is an extended clip of my mother discussing the topic of Lobola further. Now it has changed drastically because there are some the livestock I sat all the way in the little city, the city, the rural areas, and then by the very keys. But everybody is a little chile, don't know more. So more, most way. I want to be home with the Tatlandis, a maze, a car, a hundred massacre. And I did Jarata Hernandez on a certain to set for a honey. I run Massimo, I run a Jarata, so more very good chile, more than anything. And now, problem is even more important. Mahadi so khona no most khoeng go bereka chelete and even though batho ba ba very unreasonable in terms of charging magadi mo tlotla mo tsaro ba tla 150000 for ngwana and they base a in qualifications because so then that brings in a, 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 a creates a very big argument. The most in the family do tell the whole. I start to look over my heart. But in that one, I know she passed her come over as her next. Can't give her a chance to. Come on, she man, live and love and love and reason able. But her, come away. Now we now we want you now. I start to look only happy because of the way she's in holy tense that thing. Mm-hmm. And then 
by the time go bitla tsazira le nyalo ba bang ba sa shebana ga ntle mo di femeleng se tse two ba bang ba ile ba ofendana mo tafuleng ya negotiations ba bang ba ntsa manjwa seng raete gona mo and all other things still yet tsagalang and ukrelo gore the parents of both the groom and the bride were not in the, around the table but ba 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 rumileng ba ba create the tension e leng gore ba tswadi ba both people ba ba nyalang aba itse e be tension e ba create and aba ba ruma gore ba ile create tension ba ba rumile gore re kopa gore le re negotiate le bana ba rona ba nyala there's a question about superstitions right you guys had somebody had a questions about a question about superstitions kore why is it bad luck to move your wedding date mm like that question i called my mom i called my grandmother i called my aunt no, none of them are giving me like a straight answer why why is it bad luck to cuz i checked on the internet like nobody is saying why and i phone la mama kama bana ke rena so ke pomplele why is it bad luck to move your wedding date actually i called my grandmother first cuz my mom didn't pick up her phone for some reason called my grandmother i'm like eh I call her by a name but I'm not going to say that name. So I call her like why why is it that wedding wedding date day movie go tsagala. So she's like ah you feel a work party waiting. Okay, party challenge. That's my grandmother was like sweet soft spoken. I went to telling at the village generally. So she's like ah work party bas ba golo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I was asked by grandmother the question, and she was just like, "Aye, buddy," but it's like it's just a day, you know, like it's really just a day. Yeah. Manje, imagine, like I was listening to Wendy's one where she had to get married in lockdown. Like, sure, it was maybe also a personal choice, but for me, I'd be like, I'd wanna wait a bit. Just Same. take my chance, yeah. you know. Say, uh, maybe by December, I can yeah. have my wedding day. So I wouldn't mind changing it. And then they come and say, "Sugalshinja, now I need to go sign." Ah, no. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But but then when I want to, when I asked my mom, Isolo, she says that, uh, "Bare bare, how move on wedding date? Yeah, that's what I, I know also. So I'm like. Okay, so but I've never. So I was like, "Have you ever experienced? Like, I'm Did you ever experience this?" No. And she was like, "Ah, I don't get it. I'm not going to get it." She's like, "Ah, I don't get it. I'm not going to get it." Superstitions are never confirmed because of the fear of you doing yeah. that thing stops you from trying yeah. to see if it will happen or not. Yeah. yeah. So we grew up with all these superstitions that we don't know if they're exactly. true or not. Actually, before I got married, this one, Aksa was telling me, Hore, ki pepe le sokwane. I'm like, oh boy. Aren't people le sokwane pula itlo na kani yallaka. And we saying pula itlo na something. I was like, I'm not doing that. Na kana musake na mpone ki pepe le sokwane. Like, but I want to get shy. <laughs> no, let's talk about it. You know, type of thing. So, like, these were guys. What they like? Where do they come from, dude? Yeah. Like, and then turns out that in Kikore, Lebona was about to marry. And how? What? But how was about to marry? I was can't think. I'm like, but they get so annoyed. Maybe, maybe it falls on us now to kind of like change the whole narrative totally. around that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we need to tell our stories guys like yeah. you know what's yeah. up what's up what's up yeah man they've had their vitamins and I want now 
Even though, like, you know, but I know he pits at the party because I'm going to tell him and stuff like that. But something is really, you need to ask yourself, am I right? So, I don't know. Just take a chance. I encountered the same answers throughout my wedding process. Each time something came up that was expected of me to do or not to do, I would ask my elders the question, why? And most of the questions about superstitions were answered by even more superstitions. The elders, for the most part, just did not seem to know. And if they don't know, then who must know? I played the following clip from episode 4 for my five guests and asked them to share their thoughts and feelings on the subject matter. So did you wake up? Yeah, because they don't believe in... Oh, um, you know, I have to go outside. I get it's a mullo that time. I get to it's a mullo, but yeah, at least my husband was there. He was not supposed to help me, so they say, but he did. But Yena didn't you warn you before? Like, oh, Blelahova, they might be interpreting that I expected of you. Uh, you know what? When he warned me, he made it look so he's like, oh, she's just washing dishes. He didn't get deep into saying, when I saw my pile, I just like, I'm just gonna wash dishes. Yeah, I think so. Because I remember my, my other aunt cried. Like, what are they doing to my child? <laughs> <laughs> because it was like something totally different. Have you know, yeah. like the first time. I'm like, I'm in a foreign world, I need to go back home. <laughs> Because I was supposed to stay a week there. Without your husband? Yeah, with oh. him, yeah. But Kikotiza uh, and stuff, I told them that, no, I can't. I told my husband, like, mm -mm, I can't. So how long did you stay there? Oh. I left on a Sunday. <laughs> I left on a Sunday. <laughs> I left on a Sunday because I remember on Sunday in the morning, I had to wake up before mm -hmm. bath make sure that uh, I wake up people and Kindle Hotel, you know, everybody was there, Maobani. So I had to wake up everybody with a cup of tea for say, you know, Hagifet, I have to wash all of those dishes alone. My sister-in-laws are not supposed to help me. So, yeah, that time I don't even know how many or that day is wrong, you know. I keep a little mistake for my boss can talk the coffee. So it's... It was difficult. It was difficult. Uh, honestly, I don't imagine myself doing it again, but I have to. At you know, some point, I'll have to go back and do the same thing. I think so. Because I remember on a Friday, he actually had an argument with his sisters. Mm. Where the sisters wanted me to do like everything. He was like, uh-uh, not with my wife. <laughs> He's not going to do some of the things. So I guess... The little that they gave me was, was enough for me. <laughs> this episode made me angry. Yo, uh -uh. So, that clip, what is your take about Kukotiza? About having to do... Imagine you being put in Masako's shoes and you have to <clears throat> wake up and then you have to be there for... Let's say for the weekend. Okay, Saturday Wanyala, Sunday Hoseng Sanzo Zohe, Oloba Samolokonte, number one. Obea Sanzo Batlady Patsy, out of the Patsy Kukai. Obatlady Tosa Lighter, out of the Hubesa Twakai, 
kamo o tshwantso be metsi ao metsi ao ba bile wa emele so you having to wake up at 4 na gana na ko auto spend dang preparing go be a dipati go be a go basa mollo go mollo o laite three foot e o le be yang mo o le sebedisang and stuff like that like what is your take around all of that what she had to go through Kukotiza, is it my portion? Like, that I know. I've always said, like, yo, my husband must not have a makaya. Because I'm not, I'm not about to do that to myself. <laughs> I am from a makaya, and it's like, I'm good. I've had that experience. Thank you very much. There's no need for me to go back to that. For me, no. Because I was also watching a show on TV on Moja Love, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, so this child was getting married. She's like 16. So now by Amyala, Ekaya, before she was going to get married, they're like, Maofige Mzini, Uyavuga. Before Ilangal Puma, Ubega Manzi, Mokot Bear Manzi, you prepare breakfast, Uzokeza Lezo Zicha, you prepare lunch. If bad like I three, shoot us a pair I three, Musu, if bad out two, then us a pair out two. And I'm like, then, like, if I can't do those things, then does it make me less of a wife? Mm. What if I say no and I go? You've, you've already played Lobola. I'm already married. So <laughs> why do I still need to do this? Yeah. Like, mm. sure, but I don't think in my household on a daily I'm going to have to cook for 20 people. No, that's yeah, not ma. the case. Wake so I wake up at four. Like, what if my husband <laughs> and I just wake up at eight on a general and general day? So Kotiza, honestly, for me, it's a big no. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. I don't want it in my life. No. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I also like what you said, Lou, earlier, that your marriage is what you make it. Hmm. So if that's not in our contract, honey, I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> Give me zero, ma'am. Sometimes you might say it's not in your contract, yeah? and then you meet like a guy. I, I'm pretty sure um, Masuko's husband is not like his parents or his mm-hmm. uncles and his relatives. So it happened or when they went back home. It happened like that, but then you you know, and and do all that. <laughs> so it's the family now that kind of plays a part to say, When do they say that? We need to sort it out early before. I never. You must be mentally prepared also. Yeah, your partner. Exactly. And he no. must pre- he must Wait protect before. you even. He must be the one to say, like Masuko husband said, not with my wife. He should be able to protect you from his family and his in-laws. Listen, let's not even get to a point of you <laughs> protecting me. Like, hurry, you move from the get-go. No. No, but it's, it's, a, it's a conversation that you need to have. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when you get married to somebody, then you know exactly what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You need to know everything. You know the full thing. Okay, they are hardcore Christians. Mm. How do we work this out? Mm. Yeah. What is going to be expected of me? And from my side of the family, what is going to be expected of you? So that we both know what we're getting into mm-hmm. and give each other the opportunity to decide if I want to stay in this or not. Yes. You know? So... It's really a conversa- open conversation that you need to have. Some of these conversations, they are not easy, but they yeah. need to be had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in that, when you find yourself in that situation, having to now 
go back and say, but you didn't say this to me. Mm. It's already too late. Mm. It's too late. Things are happening now. Yeah. Why didn't you say? Because I remember I was having a conversation with my mom and she was saying to me, uh, there was this man who came from Emakaya. And this guy, he found a, a lovely girl, Amunyala. Now he's coming back. Now you're left at home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then the wife disappeared. The wife was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> and out. Yeah. <laughs> I also would have disappeared. And child. out. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, the guy mustn't downplay also. If you know your family is mm. like this, tell me and let me run away now. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Don't try and be selfish. Uh-uh. No. Exactly. Yeah. But I guess some people think, uh, you're strong enough, you can handle it. What? Yeah. You know? Without even <laughs> having told you, have spoken to you, Jorge, I did. Yeah, but now I think I agree with Excel Harry. Um, the husband is the one who's supposed to protect you. I, I believe, Hore, mm. the husband has to teach his family how to treat you. Yeah. You know, mm. so if he doesn't protect you or yeah, this is the type of person she is mm. and this is where you guys stop, mm. then I, it's not going to work. I mean, you're, she was not, they were not even supposed to help her. In, in, like, hello, what? Just because I'm a court, now I'm a super uh, woman. You are uh, no labor. No. Now I feel like cocotis are, it's almost like slavery, really. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I mean, what am I supposed to prove here? You guys came to my house and said, you want a wife, and now I must prove myself if I'm worthy. What? Uh, no. And what are you proving? Kalas mini Exactly. Like you're already settled. married. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nah, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it doesn't dude. stipulate that. No, uh, um, But I think Kodiza. we need to face facts and it, it's happening. And the chances of you going through it are very high. Yes. Very, very high. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you can go. But like you said, um, some people just push it, mm. you know. Mm. But I don't think I would mind going to whoever's household and, you know, Making them tea cleaning, obviously, in case it's so important, we have to get well for them. Yeah, exactly. Just that respect for okay, shop. Honal di jana wash the dishes, but don't push it, guys. No. And let's just cut it off for Habata, guys. Whether it's summer or winter, cut for it's dark and cold. And no light as wrong, mullo, because of when we try to seem like us. Like you just go to the stove and you hear you heard myself. I really don't believe it. Come, salute light again, Lily. Yeah. So just to plug what, just for me, see a bill. So until light at three foot, quantity. Forget um, the <laughs> No, but for me personally, because I'm not gonna get married, that's why I think Makoti like Makotarizing. What is it? It's like for me, it's like a real okay, except minus the abuse. The abuse of it because everything has like some people just abuse yeah. But the concept of it and the principle of it, I I I value very much. Not that I'm going to do it, but like, cause I like as a family, we need to know that umakot, like you will be able to take not take care of the husband, cause obviously he's a grown ass man. But like, but, but I think yeah, yeah. I get so you. we want to see if you are pers- like you can persevere, you can do this, cause in the name of love, I'm sure you guys love each other. Let's see if your love can be tested here. But obviously, boundaries and limitations. Yeah, like I mean, mm-hmm. some things are just like hey, guys. But I, I, I understand the concept of cotizing and th- I think it's beautiful. 
Not that I'm going to do it because you think it's beautiful. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Like if I were to have a makoti, man, I don't like. I don't mind being served, you know. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> I'm not going to be. <laughs> 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 I don't mind. I mean, having someone say, "What would you like?" Oh. There were a lot of questions that came up in my chat with these young ladies, most of which were specifically about marriage and married life. That part of our discussion and the rest of the questions are a subject for a different podcast. And for a bit of news, Pi Slovakia Dance is entering the production phase of a marriage-focused show that seeks to do a deep dive into topics of the day-to-day of married life. It should be out within a year. So, what are my general thoughts about this first season of Rice and Roses? How would I wish to see the show improve in the second season and where are we going from here? First, I loved being part of the making of this amazing show and interacting with you as an audience has been an eye-opening experience for me. I am energized to grow together with this community of listeners. I think how we improve and where we go from here are linked. I want to see this show make more meaningful connections between members of its community, including me. Many of us African women have stories to tell and if we continue to provide and grow this platform for black women to share their ideas and experiences, then I think we would have achieved something important. I really have been considering my final epilogue. This show has offered value to so many including myself, so I wanted to share a considered goodbye as best as I can muster. So here it is. Culture today makes a strong case for why young people, more especially us girls, should not look to get married. Reasons for what it include marriage being an outdated practice, that independence is paramount, even at the exclusion of all else, and intersectional ideological teachings like marriage being a system of oppression for women. I hear these, and I do not disagree with them generally. They just do not resonate with so many of us young women who do not see marriage as a trap but rather as something meaningful and central to our lives. I got weird because I value the institution of marriage. And even as I look back, I do not regret the decision I made to have a wedding and get married. It was worth it. The wedding process is filled with pain and suffering, joy and significance, testing of character, challenging of old ideas, building of resilience, and strength newly discovered. This description... Everything I just described, that is what marriage is filled with too. It is as they say, the first day of the rest of your lives. Your wedding day is what you make it, challenges and all. And so is your life. Much love. This was Rice and Roses, hosted by me, Lungi Swamusweu, written by Retila Musweu, an original podcast series produced and brought to you by Pia Slovakia Dance. Bye.